0: Welcome to War Games. We will get you ready for your next sales opportunity. Are you looking to win the sales battle? You have joined the right team. Here on War Games Group, we take the strategies and mindsets from the most successful salespeople and share it with you. With our help, you won't have to fail your way to the top. When it comes to crossing the minefield of sales, in the footprints of those that crossed before you. Prepare yourself for boot camp and beyond. It's time for War Games to begin. Shall we play a game? Thank you so much for spending your time with us here Wednesday on War Games Wednesday. I am absolutely thrilled, okay, to introduce to you our guest speaker, the guest trainer for today on War Games, is Sir John Shin. Now, I've known John since probably 2009, and I have watched him amass a fortune, impact lives, and also to go to work with and partnered with the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Now, based off of you guys being here in part of War Games, you know that the, the Napoleon Hill think and grow rich that's something I've, I've told everybody you need to get out there get the book read it multiple times right and there was one person who was selected to represent the napoleon hill foundation with how rich asians think okay and so and that is sir john shin understand he has a huge financial services business himself Uh, He is very, very popular in the world of finances and investments and things like that. So I wanted you guys to understand, I absolutely love and adore John Shin. I totally love the goatee thing going on with this one. Uh, We think a lot alike. uh, He just thinks at a higher income level than I do. And that's why I asked him to come on here and share some tips on sales, things that are here in the war games world. And how do we get ourselves to the point where we can sell something else today? So everybody on Facebook, everybody here live on the Zoom, please buckle up and get ready for John Shin. Hi, John. Shin. hey,
1: hey, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate that. Joe, always great to be with you and your audience and your team, your tribe. Uh, I'm honored to be here. I want to say happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Uh, I see uh, Jaime there, Colonel Jaime, uh, those, all of you, all of you that have served for this country, all of you that sent your children, your your sons and your not, you know, I don't want to digress because I really do want to get into sales training here, but it's crazy. You know, my, my oldest son, Matthew, Joe, wanted to, when, when he came out of high school, him and his friends, these football players decided, I get this call. And he says, uh, Mr. Shin, Mr. Shin, we're all down here at the Marine Corps office. You know, you need to come down here because I had no idea that we're all signed up for the Marine Corps. I'm feeling like the pressure with uh, all your sons and his friends are forcing me to join the Marines. Mm. Help us out. So I, I'm in a meeting and I rush down there and I walk into the Marine Corps office and I see the recruiter trying to recruit all these football players and my son and i was like hey what's going on here obviously this you know recruiters sold the dream to my son and his you know his friends and they're all ready to get in there next thing i know this guy's now trying to recruit me too and so <laughs> and then of course other parents come and you know they're, they're all like everybody go outside and we're talking to the recruiter we're like man these are just kids man and you know it's amazing that we, we none of us as parents wanted our kids to join the marines right but it's amazing that we want other people to send their kids to to the to the military, whether it's the Marine, the Army, Navy, Coast Guard, wherever, to protect and serve our nation. And until you realize, you know, that um what people have sacrificed for the freedom and the liberty that we have, I, I have no words to express my gratitude, my sincere right. gratitude, bless you, to every person that has served this nation. And so Great. I I I am uh man, I, I I, I high five you. If we were in person, I'd hug every single one of you. Uh, colonel Jaime, I mean, man, you rock. I'm serious. I mean, I feel like a, a wimp. I feel like a coward that I have I get, not served this nation and you did. So
0: thank you. I got it. I did serve for six years, but I just made sergeant. The Colonel came from being a becoming a auctioneer. Okay. <laughs> so Right. So okay. but, you served, but, but you served, brother. The
1: rank doesn't even matter whether no, you were no. an E1 all the way up to a general. The fact is that you went off and you served this nation, you know, and we appreciate all of you. And those of you that sent your children, your sons and daughters off, uh, we, we are grateful for that. So. Bullets don't care about rank, Colonel. That's right. Yes. That's right. All right. Well, let me, uh, first of all, I just want to be conscientious of time here, too, Joe. So, what time do I have to go till?
0: You have we we usually wrap up somewhere
1: around two forty, 240, two forty-five. Okay, so let me um, God, so much stuff I want to share with all of you guys. Um, so let me let me just share my screen here. Not sure why.
0: There we go. There we go. It's like it. it says. You started. There we are. All
1: right. So I w- let me gonna go go through this real fast. I don't want to spend too much time on my background, but again, as Joe alluded to, if you have not read this book, uh, get the book. Right. This is a life changer. I actually read it in the, the mid 1990s because we did not have the tools that people have today, which is, you know, podcasts and YouTube and, and shows like this, Joe, that you're putting on. We didn't have this in the early 90s, right? I mean, we had to go to a bookstore, pull out microfish, You know, we went to Crown Bugs and I went there and I picked up some of you guys like, what's a microfish? Like a little mini guppy or what, what is that? You know? Uh, yeah, but that's what I had to do to do the research and came across this book. My wife and I picked it up. It's crazy because she read it, I read it. After every chapter, we kind of went back and kind of brainstormed, you know, what did you get? What did did you extract from that? And she got something totally different than I did. It's like when you read the Bible, there's so many little things you can get out of one verse, right? It's the same thing with this book. There's so many takeaways. And so if you haven't read it, please do. Because imagine a young kid at 25 years of age that he went and interviewed some of the greatest giants In American business today from Andrew Carnegie to the Rockefellers and many others and he's uh, after 25 years he discovered the common denominators of all these successful people 13 principles or philosophies embedded into this book. And it has now sold over 200 million copies. There is only five books that have ever sold even over 100 million. This being one of them, number two is the Bible since 1937, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and Twilight Saga. Three of those are fictitious. Two of those is about as real as it gets. And, you know, can you imagine that those five that I just mentioned have all become a theatrical movie except for this? So we made a movie. I went to, as Joe said, I went to the Napoleon Hill Foundation, got the rights to make this movie. And, uh, you know, can you imagine 7 billion people on this planet? This book has now influenced uh, a billion and a half people around the world. And not one single person ever went to the foundation and got the rights to make a movie based on this book. So we got the rights, made that it went super viral. And one thing I want to do for you guys is on November 13th, okay? So, I mean, here it sounded like a pitch fest. It's not a pitch fest, okay? Uh, (laughs) November 13th, we're doing a screening, free, complimentary. All you got to do is get your children, your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, get in front of the TV and watch this movie. Because some of you guys don't like to read. I get it. You don't have time to read, right? You fall asleep when you begin to read. Uh, the, 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 The writing is too small. Then watch it. Watch this. And I think it'll change the way you think because that's very important in sales is your mindset, okay? Now, having said all that, there are different versions of the book. There is a Think and Grow Rich original one. There's a black choice, a Latino choice. There is a women's choice written by our mutual friend, uh, Sharon Lecter, who did all the Rich Dad, Poor Dad books. Uh, I wrote the Think and Grow Rich Asian choice book became a member of the faculty of the foundation. We changed, okay? And this is a lesson, a takeaway is to learn how to adapt. So when my publishers came to me and said, John, would you be okay if we changed your title? And I was like, whoa, 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 I want Thinking Grow Rich. They're like, yeah, the problem is when you type in Thinking Grow Rich in you know, Amazon or Google, with all the algorithms, your book will be buried, it'll never come to surface. And I said, like, well, what do you think? And they said, well, why don't we call it How Rich Asians Think and Grow Rich? And I was like, all right, that's cool. I like that. Well, we did that. And then right before my book comes out, a, rom- a romantic comedy, a rom-com called Crazy Rich Asians comes out. And so when people went to Amazon, and Amazon's the best in suggestive selling, right? People who bought this also bought this. And people who bought Crazy Rich Asian, the movie, ended up buying the book. So it was like the combination, it was like, you know, and this is why you have to learn to adapt also in sales. Of course, I had a lot of wonderful interviews in my book. Um, You know, I I interviewed black people, Indian, uh, European, Hispanics, white people, Asian people, gay people, straight people, people from all different religions, because though there are many forms of discrimination, whether it's sex discrimination, age, race, ethnic, religion. One thing I've discovered in my 30 years of entrepreneurship is that success doesn't discriminate, okay? Success goes to any single one of you that is within the sound of my voice, okay? And I want you to realize, like some people say, well, if you have a beard, you're not going to do as well. Well, that's not, that's not true. Right. Uh, If if you don't have a suit and tie, you're not going to do well. That's not true either. I know a lot of people that wear short pants and tennis shoes, making millions of dollars in sales. I got people with facial hair, no facial hair, people wear makeup, no makeup. None of those are a prerequisite to having to being good in sales. Okay. So I went on a world tour and, uh, had some amazing people on my stage, uh, like Condoleezza Rice and Barbara Corcoran, who's a cast member in my movie. Uh, Martin Sheen, um, Rob Dyrdek, who's also in my movie. This is Stedman Graham. I don't know if you guys all know Stedman, but Stedman uh, has an awesome book called Identity Leadership. His other half is Oprah Winfrey. And both of them are huge Think and Grow Rich fans as well. So my, my photography team wanted to do a, a, a photo of us together So they took a picture and I wasn't in it because he's 6'9 and I'm 5'8. And so we had to kind of adapt again, again, adapting. And so this is what my photography team did for me. Uh, We had to get a chair so I could stand up and be at the same level as he. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so great. That is not what
0: he had to do when he stood by me when we were down in uh, Costa Mesa. No. uh,
1: Yeah. And (laughs) – you know, Stephen's like, John, I've, I've taken a lot of pictures with people, but this was the first time I had to someone with a chair next to me, right? Um, awesome. Steve Aoki, another great story, if you don't know him. Um, Mario Lopez. In fact, Mario and I have a book coming out soon. That's going to be pretty exciting. Um, we started hosting some live uh, awards events together, and then we got knighted, and that's where uh, the title, Sir, comes in. So we were knighted by the royal family. Uh, uh uh in spain and the royal Ho- order of constantine the great and saint helen and uh it's my wife also getting uh dinged. so that's yeah, some crazy stuff you know that's happened in our life. and obviously the question that a lot of people ask is how did it all happen well number one we prayed and you know when we pray for things everyone you ever wonder that when you pray for things that maybe god is sending you what you're asking for in a different package Right, like, let's say you're praying for a million bucks. Do you really think God's printing it in heaven right now and ready to send it to you in a briefcase with a FedEx package, you
0: know, with a tracking
1: number? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, He does work in mysterious ways. He can I send it through
0: Amazon, right?
1: Yeah, maybe, right? You know, but I believe that God sends you things in a different package. You know, the fact that you're here today, you know, uh, on this show, that you, you know, there's a lot of things you could be doing, and, and you're here. So we're grateful for you, and hopefully we give you something that you can think about. Uh, There's a few things I want to talk to you about when it comes to the six pillars of financial security is, obviously, number one, increase your income and make more money, right? So I think too many people spend 90% of their time trying to manage their expenses, right? And, And you can only take your expenses down so low but really the wealthy class spend 90% of their time trying to figure out how to increase their cash flow. And I think that's why a lot of you are here is like, yeah, you're right, John, I wanna learn how to increase more income. Uh, managing your debt, creating an emergency fund, having proper protection, um, you know, creating a long-term savings uh, habit, learning how to save money every day, and, uh, and, and asset protection and legacy planning. These are the, the things that I love preaching about all the time. And so I'll, I'm all about this. Many of you have heard of this. Give a man or a woman a fish and they can eat for a day. But if you teach them how to fish, then, you can eat, you can, then they can eat for a lifetime. Well, you know, some of the things that I want to talk to you guys about today in terms of how to do certain things is, you know, it's interesting why some people aren't able to close a client. You know, why aren't you able to close and make that sale? So there's some things that I want to talk to you guys about. Number one is how you communicate. And <clears throat> communication is so effective, right? It's called 55 7 So 55%, they say, studies show all over the world what communicates to people is your body language, right? So how is your body language when you're on, uh, you know, whether it's in person, you know, whether it's on Zoom. You know, what is your body language, okay? Are you sitting straight up? Are you making that call? Are you walking? So believe it or not, when I make phone calls, I actually have my cell phone, got my earpiece, and I'm actually pacing in my studio here in my office. You know, I'm not sitting down. Even though we want to sit down, I'm not sitting down. I'm up, right, to create that, that, that energy, okay? Uh, 38% of what communicates to people is your tonality, Okay, and then finally, the last one is the words, you know, that you use. So those are the 55, 38, 7. So that is how you communicate with people. Now, the other thing here, folks, is. um, Let's see here when you're talking to people and you're educating people, they say that within 24 hours, most people will forget 75 percent of what you said. Okay, so even in a sales presentation, let's say you do a presentation today, they say that within 24 hours, they won't even remember 75% of the stuff that you said. Within 30 days, they say that most people will have forgotten 90% of what you actually said. Okay, and in the 10% that they can actually recall, 50% of that information is incorrect. So, in essence, when you break this all down, they would only accurately retain 5% of the information you've delivered, okay? So, as much as like, you know, people love doing podcasts and all that kind of stuff, but when I'm doing training, because we all have a different way of learning. So, one, some people are visual learners. They have to see it. Other people are audio learners, and that's why they like to listen while they're driving. They put on an audio, some sort of a podcast. They listen. I'm not very good at listening, I need, I'm i a visual learner. So I need to see it like, if you wanna show me how to do something, don't tell me, show me how to do it. But if you show me one time, I'll knock it out of the park, you know, after a few times. So everybody has a different type of learning curve. And so when I present to my clients, I wanna make sure that I have something visual that I can share with them. And at the same time that I'm talking to them and, and using the 55387. So you know, after 30 years of selling, uh, even though I never thought I'd be in sales, there's five reasons that I have discovered why people don't buy. Now, many of you probably can add to that, but I'll give you the five reasons that I figured out why people don't buy. And so here, uh, you know, I'll share you my uh, my discoveries. Can I get my clicker? So number one is this money, right? So a lot of times you guys are selling something. They don't buy because they got no what? Money, okay? So they're the, they're the the window shoppers, the looky-loos, okay? So there are a small percentage of people who literally don't have the money to buy. Very small percentage, believe it or not. The majority of people who have money are willing to spend the money and they're willing to buy only, okay, and here it is, only if you can show them the value of what you're offering okay so whatever you're selling is there a good value for it right so i i've had let let me give you an example let's just say that i had a gold presidential rolex which cost i don't know what 40 grand today and i and i said would you like to buy this and someone says no no i can't i can't afford it and i said oh okay great well listen i'd like to sell it to you for a thousand bucks (laughs) do you think someone would figure out how to come up with a thousand dollars to buy my gold presidential Rolex? A real one that is. Okay. Of course course. they would. So it wasn't that they didn't have money. There was, this is a good value, right? It's the same thing with real estate, right? Let's say you look at a piece of property. You're like, Hey, this is a million dollar property. Wow. It looks good. But uh, we're selling it right now because it's going through a foreclosure. Even though we know it's valued at a million, you may not buy it because you go, I can't afford that. But let me just tell you something. If I told you that we're selling it, right, as a foreclosure for 500 grand for half price, you would quickly go and figure out how to find five people to buy this property with you, right? To go and come up with at least a down payment. So the, so when people say I can't afford it, it's really not that they can't afford it. Oh, afford it. Only a small percentage can't afford it, okay? So money really isn't the excuse, all right? So then I. the, the next one is no time. No time. So some people say, I don't have time right now. So I don't buy into that, folks. Okay. When people say, I got no time, that's nonsense. You know, all of a sudden it's like they, uh, during the pandemic, people found time to go to Costco and uh, load up on toilet paper, okay, and water and spam or whatever else that's got long uh, shelf life, okay, pasta, <laughs> rice. All of a sudden it's like you're buying stuff and you're going. You never been to Costco, but you found time now because suddenly you're out there, right? Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, uh, you know, uh, well, I won't go down there because I don't know who our audience is, but, um,
0: but if I was they're say if something. they're listening to me, John, you're gold. Go for it.
1: Okay. Bro. All right. Well, here's yeah, the no thing. No filters. Yeah, it's like you know, have you exercised your Second Amendment right yet? No, I don't have any time. You notice how people are buying guns left and right now, right? All of a sudden, they're a big believer of Second Amendment. They found time now. Now they're making time to go find ammo. They're going across state lines to buy ammunition these days, okay? So the bottom line is that's not something that I buy into. So here's what I believe. If you can show how you can save somebody money, people will, what, make time. If you could show them uh, some other things like value, which is what we just talked about, they will make time. So if I can show you how to make more money, will you make time to learn how to make more money? Right? I mean, that's just the bottom line. I had a guy right now that uh, lost his job, right? So before he said, I didn't have time. Well, all of a sudden now he's got time because now he's wondering if his job is at risk. So all of a sudden there's a need, okay? Which is something I want to talk to you about next. But excuse me, time is not really an issue if you can prove the value, which is what I just said, right? Value. So if if money isn't the issue, time is not the issue, then maybe it's the need, okay? It's the need, okay? So next thing I want to do in sales is some people know they need something, some don't. Our job, your job, my job is to make sure, right, that these people are aware that there is a need, okay? And this is why people are out there buying all this stuff today, right? You'd be surprised how many people are buying stuff that you would have never thought they would have bought before, right? Like literally, they're buying propane. (laughs) You know, who would have thought they would be buying propane? They're buying propane now. They're buying food that's on the shelf that could last for 25 years. They would have never bought Mountain House, right, uh, dehydrated food. Suddenly, guess what? There's a shortage of that stuff around the country. So you got to show the need, okay? The first question to ask yourself is, does the customer know that they need this product? Okay, and this is where you got to do a little bit of homework and do some research and say, all right, um, you know, you got to go and do some statistics. Go do some analysis, right? If you're selling an alarm system for somebody's house, right? how many people are getting broken into? How many homes are, you know, uh, how many people are being burglarized every second, every minute around the country, okay? So there, all of a sudden you start to create the need, okay? It's the same thing, like all of a sudden nobody was, a lot of people were not exercising their second amendment right. <laughs> and all of a sudden they see some rioting going on, man, they're stocking up right now, right? They didn't just buy one pistol. They got shotguns and ARs. Next thing you know, some of these people have gone out there and bought 50 caliber, you know, Barrett uh, rifles. Well, What do you need that for? Okay, so they, they need an, uh, a 50 cal, right? Okay. So if the client says no, then we need to inform them of why they need this product. Okay, why? And that's why you got to have some statistics of the need. Okay. Now, just because they need it doesn't mean that they'll buy it, okay? Now that we know that they need it, they, 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 they know they need it, okay? We've, we've been in that same situation where I need that, but I don't really need it to get it now. <laughs> so the question then is, is it really urgent, okay? So, there, so that's another reason people don't buy is we haven't created urgency, Okay, so there are some things talk about urgency is that your job and my job, again, it's not about the money, it's not about the time, it's not about the need, but it's our job to create a sense of urgency, why they need to do it now, okay? So they don't take action now unless they will, well, number one, lose money, right? So this is where you can talk about, hey, the sale will be gone tomorrow. Right. All of a sudden, like, oh, I better get it now because I'm going to lose my 20, 30 percent. Right. Discount. So that's why so many people have have uh, whenever you're online and you're doing uh, e-commerce marketing or whatever. They say this this will only uh, this price is only good for the next 30 minutes. Right. And there's a sense of urgency. Ever see salespeople? Oh, the sales going off tomorrow. It'll be gone at the end of the month. Right. So blue light special, you know, things like that. And this is how a lot of people are buying. There's another reason why gun sales, there's a shortage in gun sales is because they're saying, guess what? Your second amendment right's gonna be taken away. So everybody's like, what? That means I can never buy a gun again? Nope. So you better buy now. And they're like, how many can I buy, right? And that's why they're buying. So now they will also won't, uh, won't make as much money So if you don't buy it now, okay, where the market is low, right? If you're selling real estate, right, you better buy now because there's going to be no inventory, right? Everybody's buying because interest rates are so low. So again, we're going into that urgency. Another one is you're going to miss the opportunity, right? You're going to miss the boat again. How many times have you missed the boat? Okay, you're going to miss it again. And you're like, oh, you're right. I don't want to miss it, and so you're creating that sense of urgency. You also gotta learn to position yourself in a way that the customer feels the sense of urgency. You gotta gotta learn to selling the gain versus selling the pain, okay? You can sell the gain all you want, the features and the benefits and all that kind of stuff, but it always comes down, it always good to sell the pain of not making a decision, okay? You know, I, and I've always said, man, you know, this guy could have bought this property. He missed out on it, bought it for 400000 And guess what? The guy flipped it in a year for $650,000. He made a quarter million dollars. But had this other guy jumped on it, <laughs> you know, you would have did it. But guess what? See, instead of selling the gain, sell the pain of losing. People don't like losing things, okay? Now, you uh, you've got them to acknowledge that they need it. They've realized the sense of urgency. Now they need them to trust you in the product. And so the last one here is trust. The reason why they're not going to buy from you if you've done everything right and they still don't buy from you, then you have to ask yourself, how do I develop more credibility? How do I gain their trust? Okay. Now, it's in, this is an interesting thing here because I do teach a class another class which takes like 2 hours like 90 minutes to 2 hours which we don't have time today. But the question I ask people all the time is what is more important? Is it trust or is it likability? Okay? Trust or likability, okay? So let me and so if I ask an audience, how many of you guys think it's trust? 90% of the people will raise their hand right? And then then I'll say, how many of you guys think it's likability? Yeah, it's a smaller percentage, about 10%. Well, it's a trick question because ladies, if a man walks up to you and says, can I get your phone number? Do you give your phone number out to this guy? Because you're like, oh yeah, oh my God, I trust you with my life. Call me right away. You know, I, I don't think so, right? You gave your number away to this guy because there was something about him that was charming, that was likable. So it's a trick question. They're both important, trust and likability, but one has to come before the other. What has to come before the other is likability. You see, likability makes time, trust takes time. Okay, so you have to become more likable, all right? And hopefully, Joe, if you ever bring me back again, Uh, I could talk about that whole subject matter, but we're gonna talk about trust. As you begin looking at these five pieces from your sales presentation, your whole presentation, you begin to have a better idea of how you position yourself and how to walk through these phases, the five phases. So by showing your client why they need it, that it's urgent and that you're trustworthy, you will be able to close your client. Okay, you'll be able to close them. So as I said, the five reasons people don't buy to remember this acronym called Mount Nut, Mount Nut. Okay, so what is Mount Nut? (laughs) Uh, Again, no money, no time, no need, no urgency, and no trust. Okay, or I could say more no likability, all right? So having, having said that, some objections and how to respond to them is uh, they'll say, um, I need to think about it, right? Like I actually had a guy uh, who actually uh, was a financial client of mine and he goes, I was showing him these wonderful investments and he's like, well, I need to think about it. And I said, well, what do you need to think about? And he says, well, I, I just, you know, I don't make any decisions without my brother-in-law. And I go, well, what do you mean? And he goes, well, he helps me make all my financial decisions. I go, is that right? So I I, I went into my pocket. I I pulled out a $100 bill. And I said, I got a question for you. I said, would you be willing to give me a dollar if I were to hand you this $100 bill? And he goes, of course I would. And I go, oh, so you do make financial decisions on your own right? I mean, you you didn't have to talk to your brother-in-law about that, did you? (laughs) Okay. So, you know, it's interesting because you just told me that you don't make financial decisions yet you did because you know why you did because you saw the value. So right now, maybe I didn't make it clear to share the value of making this acquisition today, right? And having ownership of it. So here's the thing, Mr. Client, When someone tells me they don't think that they have to think about it, that means one of two things, right? Either you're not interested or you're interested, but not sure. Which one is it, right? I mean, let's just be really candid here. And they'll say, okay, I'm interested, but yeah, I'm not sure. And I was like, great. Well, which one is it, right? What questions are still unanswered for you, okay? And then you can start to answer those questions. What are your main areas of concern? And then they start telling you, right? It's the price. I'm not sure. I want to shop around, whatever it is, right? What's holding you back? And then I go, and then they say, well, it's da 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 And then I'll say, well, so let me ask you a question. If I can answer the questions for you and this, this, and this, and I repeat back to them what I what I share with them, I say, would you be willing to make a decision and move forward? And then they say what? Of course they will, because they just told me everything that's holding them back. I asked them, if I can answer all those questions, are you ready to move forward? And they said, of course they are. When clients say to me, uh, they need to think about it, I say, "Listen, listen, it's three things. I call it the three M's, right? It's either me, did I give all the information you've been looking for? Or was there anything I did wrong, right? Or maybe it's the merchandise or the service or the product. Is that the exact product, service, or plan that the client wants. And if it's not one of those, then guess what? It's the money, okay? So I call this the three M's. So if it's not the money and it's not the product, then it must be me, okay? So um, when I say to a client, I need to do some research. Has that ever happened to anybody? I'd like to go and do some research, okay? All right, well, what's the real truth? That they're afraid of making a mistake. Okay. They're not a hundred percent. So what they need at this point is reassurance, reassurance. So again, that means that I need to go back out there and apply the mounted nut and close my client and get them the reassurance that they need. Okay. So listen, folks, I hope that helped you guys out. And, uh, I try to make it as quickly as possible so we can have a few minutes of doing some Q and a here with, uh, anybody, Joe, and, um, I hope that, uh, helps you guys understand your sales approach.
0: I think that was fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, so we can't really see all the people until, uh, if you stop sharing, we can go back there and you'll see if anybody has their hand up that comes up, but, um, one of the things that, thank you, one of the things that I loved right there was the, um, the urgency, right? Because we all have it because our urgency is to sell something, right? Which is different than the urgency that the prospect would have. And so um, one of the things that I, I, I loved when you said that was that, does the customer feel that they need something that you have and do they feel a sense of urgency with that? So one of the questions I wanted to throw at you is that how would you get or introduce to somebody the urgency of getting what they need in the product that you have, right? And then Bob Donnell does say hello to you from the Facebook world, so.
1: <laughs> Bob, love Bob, all right. So yeah, again, when I, I, like, when I usually like to sell, I always wanna put a deadline on it. Like this product is only gonna last until the end of this month. Right. And so they'll say, oh, wow. And I was like, you know, but maybe, you know, but who knows? I mean, they might extend it, but I, but I'm not sure. I don't know if I want to risk it. I would at least get the paperwork in. Right. Or I would at least put a down payment down. You know, at least I would put a deposit or something to secure what are, you know, the contract. So, okay. That was great. I actually was putting up these uh, uh, new windows in my house and uh, the window salesman came over. And he's giving me his little presentation. I said, "How much does it cost to get all these windows replaced?" And he says, "Well, whatever the dollar amount was, was quite expensive. Believe it or not, I was like buying a house. I was like, I'm not building another house. I just want some right. windows, right? New windows, but it was it was like literally like seventy five thousand dollars to replace all my windows in my house." And I said, "All right." And I in said, your "Well, studio
0: me- apartment for yeah, anybody exactly. who was wondering." Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I said, "Well, let me think about it." And he says, "Well, he goes, just so you know, this special." is uh is coming is only gonna last for the end of this week and i was like (laughs) so he created the sense of urgency so he's trying to close the master closer you know and i said well so i said well god i said is there any way you can make a phone call and see if you can get me an extension because i just i was just playing with him you know uh but (laughs) (laughs) and i said yeah because i just i feel the peer pressure right now and i was messing with him but he was very very good he was a really good salesman and he was very likable and he hit all five elements okay to a point where i said well let me ask you so i co- i went back to him and i said if i were to make a decision right now could you call them see i reversed it back to him right right i said i said I'll, i'm willing to make a decision today if you could knock off another 20 percent, and if you could do that for me right now i'll make the decision right now and he said uh yeah and then he went back right and he, he talked to his boss and he comes back and he goes Hey, he goes, I've never seen this happen before, but yeah, they said they'll take off twenty percent. Well then let's go ahead and get this You see what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's yeah, but uh, I, I didn't say yes and I didn't say no. I wasn't sure, but I was wondering I was messing with him. And by the way, I would have probably bought it for the full price he asked for because I thought the quality of their product was really good. But I just I just knew that I can get a better price because he's trying to close the master closer. So I have the master to teach the student a lesson, you know.
0: <laughs> no, but that that I, I agree. I do the same thing cuz I love the phone and I love when I'm on the phone with people and then all of a sudden they go they're like, "Well, of course you would want to do blah blah blah." And I go, "Oh, what a great assumptive of clothes that yeah. was." And then yeah. they stop and go, "What? What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you think you're the only person who's been through sales training? Come on now."
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: But no, I do agree with the you you said the if I want to think about it, one of the things I normally do when I get to that point cuz I agree, it's me, merchandise or money as you said right? The three Ms. I always look, more often than not, I believe it's me. And that's just where I look and I go, because the product typically is what brought them to you because they've already done the research, right? And the money, they've already seen online what it typically costs, right? Unless you're Dylan out there trying to gross people because they don't know what they're talking about. But when you look at this, I always think it's me. So the first thing I do is apologize. So I say, you know what? I I do apologize. I may have made it more complicated than it needs to be. So at what point did I introduce something that sort of threw us off track? Mm -hmm. And then at that point, they'll feel more comfortable going, oh, it's your fault. Because what (laughs) happened was you, like I tell people all the time, I go, you guys go out there and go, hey, I'm going to give you um, option A, B, C, D, and G, right? And they stop and go, wow, where did E and F go? right? And they don't know what's going on. And then you just lost the deal. You just lost the deal. Why? Because they want to go home and think about it. So they can go home and Google what was option E (laughs) and F and what am I doing? And so I always go, I do apologize because that's going to highlight right away. Was it you, the merchandise or the money? And if I automatically throw myself into John Chin's training and go, it's me, right? Then all of a sudden they go, oh no, no, it was actually the money or it's the merchandise, or they'll just nod with you and go, yeah, you suck. But you forgot the like part to get me to the trust. But Ken Walls, when I threw out the ABCD and jumped around, he said that was the Biden close. So we can go with that one. (laughs) Little shot to Stacey over there. Yes, because I love you. Yes, and I know what that means. But fantastic. Any other questions you guys have for (laughs) Sir John Shin, while he's here. so. Sir John, I think you said you you mentioned registering for the, the movie online. I was wondering if uh, I missed where to do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, Frank, you're going to just go to TGRLegacyMovie.com, okay? Oh, and that's – you guys, let, let's talk about that. But let me go into something. I'm going to throw an idea at you guys. But I want to do it for you uh, because you're here right now. This is live. And, I, I, and let, me, let me show you something, guys. So, um, this year, just so you know, we were supposed to be in all the Walmart stores. Okay. And so, all the Walmarts were going to have our, we're going to do like a big point of aisle, uh, a combination of the book, the movie, and packages, and all that kind of stuff. So when they said that due to COVID-19, they are not going to uh, present the movie in their stores, that's when we had to make some changes. So here, let me show you guys, um, because I don't know what kind of sales products you guys all have or what you do, but we created this website called TGRLegacyMovie.com, okay, TGRLegacyMovie.com. So now this is a website where people can go in here, see the trailer, okay? They scroll down, they can see some of the big uh, influencers that are all in the movie. And then we can do hosted by John Shen, and then we can come over here and put Joe Ingra, okay? Or we can put Dylan, or we can put Jaime, or Stacy, or Frank, or whoever's all on here, right? Uh, we can actually put your picture and say, hey, we're co-hosting this awesome book coming to live on your screen right register now and here's the cool thing it's free this will give them an opportunity to watch the movie for free now watch what happens once i do this and they click this here's what happens they're going to come in here and uh they're going to input their information so, in fact, we're going to do a sample Susan. We'll just do that because I don't want everybody – normally I would take one of you guys, but I don't want the whole world on social media see your phone number, right? So, we'll just put this one in here. Calabasas, California, right? So, now they're going to put the city, the the state, click reserve ticket. So, once they do that, this all it really does – we're not trying to spam them or anything like that. All we're really doing is sending them a link to watch – the movie it's a facebook link that's all it is okay but now what happens is they scroll in here enter raffle so once they enter into the raffle there are some things that we give away what are we giving away we're giving away this right here it's called napoleon hill's keys to success it's a six audio cd right we're giving them a copy of the actual movie in blu-ray or dvd i'm giving them a copy of my book how rich asians think right or whatever, I mean, I've got stuff that we're giving away, bags, hats, uh, whatever, okay? Um, then they enter it. Now watch what happens, look at this. As soon as this happens, it says, are you interested in learning more about what? Financial education? Do you, are you looking for a business coach or a mentor? Digital marketing, self-development, click, next. Do you wanna know how to increase your cash flow? Set up life insurance, uh, expense, uh, manage your expenses, retirement, tax, long-term care. What are you looking for next, right? Do you need any of this? Uh, do you want to know how to lower your electric bills, mortgage payment, health insurance, merchant processing fees? Are you a homeowner? Yes, no. Okay. If so, uh, how much do you spend a month in utility bills, right? $300, so, um, and by the way, I own a merchant, uh, I own a solar company as well. All these John products,
0: everything. Yeah. That's I own, what You I, should know right now. Some of you are already paying him monthly.
1: So. <laughs> yeah. I've got, uh, I do merchant processing, right. For just about any and all kinds of businesses. And we operate in all 50 States and any of you guys can become an affiliate. Right. And then, uh, they click next uh let's see here are you interested in having someone call you to lower your expenses yeah call me asap or i want to select the best time to speak blah 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 next then they put this information in here it clicks submit as soon as we get that that becomes a lead generator so we can actually do this with any of you guys right i don't know what you guys sell but whatever you sell let's go stick your name right there Does that make sense? And begin selling whatever you sell and use that as a lead generator. And then we can use social media, Facebook, Instagram, right? And target certain areas. So uh, I don't know, let's say uh, you guys, I don't know where you guys all live, but let's say you live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Well, we can target just Scottsdale or some of you guys like I live in Nebraska. Not a problem. We'll just hit Nebraska, certain cities there or in Texas or wherever, because we don't want to spend all our ad campaign in all 50 states when you're only doing business in a certain geographical area. So it's a wonderful campaign. We started this in, um, in March of this year. And since March, showing all these movie screenings, we've generated over 100,000 leads.
0: That's amazing. That is awesome.
1: Okay. So it. that's another opportunity. And for you guys being here today, we can do something without charging you any money. How's that?
0: I like that. I like that.
1: I, that I'm definitely in.
0: interested in understanding that. Yes. So. Just
1: for tuning in today.
0: Fantastic. And how would somebody go about taking advantage of that?
1: Just call Just me. Fil- we'll set up. Yeah, we'll do a quick 15, 20-minute call. We'll create TGRlegacy.com forward slash a code, and it'll be code to you. And anytime someone clicks that and that's what you put on what Facebook and Instagram, when they right. click that link, it'll have your picture right there.
0: Huh. And, and that'll move want, tickets right away.
1: Yeah. And uh, you, if
0: you all use my picture, right, <laughs> it'll help move some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay. Perfect. So, nice. Fantastic. Anybody else needs, wants to let's, let, let me know and I will connect us and so and one of the things i'm going to tell you guys that um i took away from john shin one night at dinner was the um this as your wallpaper right the qr code that's your contact info that is amazing because every time somebody comes in and goes hey can i get your number you just tell them to point their camera at it and boom it adds the contact into their phone and if you make it your wallpaper then it's so much easier at that point in time to say here, John did it. And I was like, I, before he left the room, I was like, no, no. Where am I doing? How am I getting to this? What am I doing? And so it's been there forever since, but I absolutely. That's agree. awesome. That's great. So perfect. If and <laughs> nobody has any other questions, I need to get Sir John Shin off to his day. Cause he was nice enough to dedicate the, the minutes to us here. And those are very costly minutes. And I know that, and I do honestly appreciate you, John. That, yes. uh, appreciate you, know, you guys. Thank so. you so
1: much, you guys. Hey, be safe out there. God bless every single one of you. Happy Veterans Day again to everyone. Thanks, Joe, for Thank having you. me.
0: Thank you, John. All Thank you, right, everybody. Man. Everybody Thanks. else, get out there and go sell something. <laughs> Thanks for spending your time here in the War Games Group. I want to encourage you now to go out and put into action what you just learned here in the boot camp. War Games is designed to give you the mindset and the strategy. It's up to you to implement it into your life. So please like, share, subscribe, come back next week. But today, go out and sell something.